You're the nicest person that I've ever met Even though we live so far apart Oh, I'm so glad we've kept in touch But now I'm out of touch Can you fill me in, dear friend? Oh, now is that so? Hello, I'm Emmanuel. And I'm Marin, And welcome to You Should Start a Podcast. Our real play Magic the Gathering podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was in your la- how, how dare you insinuate that I wouldn't laugh at that. That's very funny. Oh, thank you. I was worried. Oh, boy. I wish I liked Magic the Gathering, but at the same time, I'm glad I don't. I... Magic the Gathering was like the last <laughs> the last square on my nerd bingo, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's was... the it's the free space. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the free space. Truly, and like I was never going to learn how to play Magic the Gathering and then uh and then I went to writing camp. <laughs> and uh it tends to have that effect on people. That's so funny. Um Oh my gosh. Emmanuel, I don't want to put you on blast, but I need to read the the text that <laughs> I received yesterday. <laughs> Go on. This was yesterday at 3.13 p.m. I was walking home. I was having a lovely <laughs> stroll Sorry through the woods by my house. Sorry ruin that for you. <laughs> yesterday at 3.13 p.m. I get a text from Emmanuel. Just so you know, I'm growing out my neck beard. I hope we can still be friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we still be friends? Because it doesn't feel like it right now. You really did that to me, huh? I really had to do it to you. I just, just... got to ask, like, what what was your motivation? Okay. Uh, okay. Right now, okay, wow. <laughs> I have nothing against facial hair. Yes. Really, I don't. Of course. But I, I do have something against, like, scruffy facial hair. Mm-hmm. And I am of the opinion that a neck beard is not flattering to anyone. For sure. Right now, that is the only place that I have <laughs> facial hair right. growing yes. is, like, on my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually shave it every two days. Okay. Like, on average, I could shave it every other day. Yeah. Almost every day, too. But it's not as, like, thick or dark as it, like, it doesn't yeah. make a huge You're difference. You're, like, a very blonde person. Yeah. Yeah. So I... Uh, <laughs> forgot <laughs> to shave. So Wednesday I was like, oh yeah, I got to shave tomorrow. And then Thursday I forgot to shave. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, ah, it's fine. It's not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. But then Friday I also forgot to shave. Yeah. Um, so it, yesterday I got up and I was like, wow, it's... I, it's there. I certainly have a neck It's beard. arrived. But then I was like, <laughs> it's the weekend and I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not leaving my apartment. Uh, I have no reason to shave. Yeah. So I told myself I would just let it grow out this weekend even more and then shave on Monday morning. Sure. Um, Which then prompted me to warn you (laughs) that when you saw me on FaceTime, you would, well, I don't know if you can No, not even a little. Really? I mean, Yeah. Yeah, okay. It just looks uh, like stubble. It does just look like you have shaved It is, is absolutely, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what's happening. It's super patchy. It's mostly, like, around my larynx. Right. Like, it's not even, like, I have the tiniest <laughs> sideburns yeah. and then the little sort of pub- pubescent uh, <laughs> cookie duster. Um, 
<laughs> but I have nothing beyond that. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm growing out my neck beard, Marin. Oh, Thanks right. for exposing me. <laughs> Listen, I just had to keep you accountable, okay? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take it. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, your body, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Don't neckbeard shame me, okay? Uh, I won't. I'll try really hard not to. Thank you. I think that it might be your turn to start this week. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, So I'm still fairly new at my job Mm -hmm. in the sense that, like, I've been there a month now. Yeah. Um, And there are things that I know that need to be done, but there are certain things that I can't do without... Uh, either the authority of the producer or the help of my co-host. Yes. So um, this past week, there was this other uh, event happening that my co-host was like, she would just took the week off of our show to do this other thing. Right. Um, and so she was gone all week. And then my producer was gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday mm-hmm. in Montreal for some leadership training. Mm-hmm. And then the two other people that are in the office, so our camera person and their, like, regional producer for other stuff, Mm -hmm. they were out in schools three hours outside of Edmonton. Right. So I was alone. Yeah. Of my team, I was alone. And, like, we're a little bit ahead. Um, There was a lot of my job this week that depended on answers from, like, parents and schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, I would email them in the morning and then just, like, wait all day Mm. for them to answer me Mm -hmm. like there was only so much I could do and we have this little storage space like next to our office that has a bunch of like the prizes that we give out in schools like t-shirts and hoodies and whatever Mm -hmm. and a bunch of our costumes and a bunch of props and stuff that we use and some office supplies yeah that storage space probably hasn't been cleaned in at least six years Yeah, that sounds about right. So I took it upon myself to tidy it up. Wonderful. Because it's like a pretty bit, it's like the size of a small office. Okay. And it had multiple, well, shelving units. Mm -hmm. And like just a bunch of cool stuff in it. But you walk in and there's just like boxes piled on things piled on boxes that yeah. like going up to the ceiling yeah. because people are too lazy to open up the cabinets to put stuff For on sure. the shelves in the cap but then you open that and it's all just like a mess mm. and you it was basically just like a war to find an empty box or an empty space on a shelf mm. all the time and uh, you know there was this opinion that there wasn't really any more space in there <laughs> and I was like uh, I don't I don't know about that Yeah, I think you guys need to check yourselves. There's actually plenty of space. It's just poorly used. Yeah. So Wednesday and Thursday, pretty much all of Wednesday afternoon and most of Thursday, Mm. I tidied up in there. Wonderful. Tidying up with a manual double dam. Yeah. Um, But it was so therapeutic. Like, Mm -hmm. some of it was pretty nasty. There was a a big Rubbermaid container that had held a chicken at one point, and there was still, like, chicken droppings from, like, 20... I'm not joking. Yeah, no. It was just sitting on the top of a shelf somewhere. I I don't even know what to do. I was like, I'm not going to clean this. (laughs) That's not my responsibility. What? Yeah, so... uh, This is kids' television, Marin. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Why did they have a chicken? 
did there was part of the the episode on chaos they just had a chicken in the studio okay. a live chicken yeah I don't ask these questions. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know what the container was for until I watched the episode, and I was like, oh, that's where that... Okay. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. It was it was really nice. It was like... It was good. I, I basically took everything out mm-hmm. and put, put it, it back, back like, properly. Nice. Um, I didn't really get rid of anything. I got rid of uh, empty packaging. Good. For, like, you know... Here's a pack of markers. There's only one marker left in it, but we're going to keep the whole, you know, plastic packaging for the whole set of markers. So I got rid of a lot of, like, plastic and cardboard that just was taking up space for zero reason. But I did not get rid of a single costume piece. I didn't get rid of any props, like, literally nothing. And there are several empty shelves now, and there's nothing on the floor there's a whole like who would have thought there was all this space and all of these things and one thing that really threw me off the whole time I was cleaning was like we I kept finding things that we had recently bought this season mm. because we didn't think we had any but then I kept finding those like for example we bought four uh swimming goggles for a game we played right this season yeah and as I was cleaning one of the first things I found was like four swimming goggles (laughs) that we already owned and I was like okay so we didn't need to buy those now we have eight uh the regional producer kept asking around if anybody knew somebody who had a gas mask he was like it's so hard to find like it just needed you know anybody like you you used to work for a theater company and you know where I can find a gas mask Mm -hmm. when I opened the first cupboard and I (laughs) I pull out Jesus. a gas mask. I was like, y'all don't even Come on, like guys. It's not that hard. You'd but anyways, not. so now now I feel both like relaxed, you know, I feel cleansed. <laughs> I can I can open the door into that storage space and not feel overwhelmed, yeah. which is just so nice. But also, I know everything that we have mm-hmm. because I've looked through it all. Mm-hmm. So I have this like mental inventory of the props and the costume yes. pieces that we have. I think if I ever have another like f- bit of free time, I'm going to actually write an inventory. Nice. And have a digital inventory of props and costumes and where they're located so that if somebody is looking for something, they don't have to go digging through it and yeah. messing up the whole thing. They can just be like, do we have it? Nope. nope. Cool. I'll buy one. Do we have it? Yes. That's where I find yeah. it. So that's my neck goal. But I guess my topic is just like, dang, it feels good to clean sometimes. <laughs> it feels so good. Damn a dang. It sure does feel good to be tidy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's, yeah. that's super relatable. Like working in cafes for as long as I did. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever, you mm-hmm. like you worked at the second mm-hmm. cup. Those places are <laughs> never tidy. Doesn't nope. matter what you do. No. Nope. Um, and I would spend full days organizing mm-hmm. oh, drawers and all the coffee shelves, like, everywhere. And you would just find, like, a lot of packaging. Again, like, we just, for some odd reason, as humans, really bad at throwing away packaging. Yep. Um, but the one thing that I do find with organizing, like, organizing your own stuff, whatever. That's super easy. Mm. That's all your own stuff. You know where it's yep. going to be. You You like where those things are. Totally. But whenever I would organize a a workspace, inevitably someone would think that my system was flawed. 
Mm. I love organizing storage. I hate organizing drawers. Screw Oof. organizing drawers. Especially yeah, drawers, when they yeah. don't have, like, a, a divider in them. Those little, oh, yeah, like, gosh. It's just a bunch of loose knickknacks yeah. in a little box. Like, get out of here. Absolutely. Yeah, I, hate it. I would always reorganize the drawers that were by the tills because those always held, like, things that we did actually need but people would lose constantly like scissors yep. like we need the there's one pair of scissors in this entire cafe we need yeah, to be able you're to gonna find need them quickly yeah or like markers like we had a bunch of dry erase markers and the cafe that i used to work for used to use like little business cards for each one of their coffees so if you got a coffee to stay you would also get a business card for which coffee you'd gotten mm. and it would just like give you the stats of it i guess like a okay. <laughs> Like a Yu-Gi-Oh card for your coffee. Yeah, speaking of Magic the Gathering, like coffee Magic the Gathering. Coffee the (laughs) Gathering. Anyway. (laughs) Not nearly enough people got coffees to stay for Mm -hmm. us to go through these, through all of the business cards that we got. So we would just have piles and piles of business cards for coffees that didn't exist anymore. Like coffees that had gone out of roasting rotation. Right. But... We were like, what if we bring them back? Like, oh, well, we no. should probably keep them. So I just, I had to like <laughs> organize all these business cards and try and find, like scrounge around for elastics. We never had elastics. And I was like, all I need to do is tie these stupid business cards together. One thing that I like threw out when I was cleaning this thing, I found an envelope with like, the headshots of several celebrities from the mid 2000s like <laughs> Jim Carrey, okay. Jennifer Aniston. I don't know why they had them, but then they in the same envelope they had different jobs like dishwasher, receptionist. And I like they used it for a game. It was super obvious. Yeah. But like the fact that they had kept these in an envelope in the storage room, they clearly printed this out in like 2006. Right. 2007 yeah, at the latest. Yeah, 10 years ago. Based, based on the, the image quality and <laughs> the, like, fashion of the people right. in the pictures, um, it was clear to me that this was, like, at least a decade old. Right. And they had kept it. And I was like, first of all, we've clearly never used these since. Second of all, it is a headshot printed on a piece of paper. <laughs> I think if we re- need to reprint a picture of Jennifer Aniston, we can just... <laughs> Google it and reprint it <laughs> and fact, it not will be higher waste quality. space. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. God they bless. were all pixelated. They were all very pixelated yeah. pictures. Oof. It was that sounds hilarious. like something for like a really low tier improv game. I have no doubts. I'm sure it was very funny because it was sixth graders doing it. Oof. But yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what the game like. There was no context. There were no instructions. Yeah. It was just their pictures and on the envelope it listed celebrities and the names of the headshots and then jobs and the names of the jobs <laughs> were in it. I was like okay, guys all we right. really need to keep this we like this is we really, really important. we're gonna need this we like really need tomorrow this in the future. I also am kind of self-centered when I organize other people's spaces like other like workspaces so for example in my kitchen I have some shelves that I can't reach so obviously Mm. less important things are going to go on those shelves higher up and also I hate putting things way far back on higher up shelves regardless Mm -hmm. of whether or not I'm going to use them because I still want to be able to see everything I still want to be able to see everything that I have Mm -hmm. um so when I'm when I'm reorganizing other workspaces I'm like well we should be able to see all of this. And other people are like, we never use that. Just put it away. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Somebody <laughs> is going to be looking for it one day. And, yeah, and we're they're... not going to know where it is. Exactly. 
the way that the costumes are stored now on the shelves, because we have so many and the shelves are so deep, mm. it just looks like really messy when you open it up because it's a bunch of clothing stuffed, stuffed. onto a shelf. Wonderful. So I labeled, like I separated them within the shelf oh, with good. the lids of containers yes. so that you know that like this is where the t-shirts end and yeah. this is where the pants start. Hey, man. And then I labeled it with a little sticker. So it's like if you're looking for a skirt, it's not going to be with the accessories. It's not going to be with the t-shirts. Nice. You can just pull out that section and like... Hey, man. It is what it is. That's some resourceful organizing. We had like seven lids for Rubbermaid containers. I could not find the containers. Oh, that's the nature of Tupperware and Rubbermaid. Like you will always have more lids than than containers. containers. Always. I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to put these to use because there's no lid to, like there's no container to put these lids onto. Yeah, of course. So now they are my costume dividers. It's like... Obviously. I currently use um, the lid of a peanut butter jar to hold my uh, my pepper mill because my pepper mill was spilling all over my counter wow. whenever I put it down. And I was like, I have no. so many jar lids. I might as well use them for something. <laughs> yeah. And now there you go. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. So that's me. I love cleaning. Hire me to clean and organize. I don't want to hire you to clean. You've got way more talent than that. <laughs> <laughs> But I like doing it. That's true. When I'm off all summer, this summer, I'll start a freelance organizing <laughs> business. Hey, man, that sounds like a great Coming idea. Coming into your office and tear up the place. Just Marie Kondo that stuff. Oh, you bet. <laughs> My goodness. Wonderful. So what's, uh, what, what you gotta say? <laughs> <laughs> can, can you start that over? <laughs> what you gonna say? You want me to ask you properly? No. Uh, I'll I'll Jeff Jeff Goldblum save. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! We can't. No. We can't. This is the first I've heard of it. Save. What's going on? We can't reference visual media on a podcast. Nobody will know what we're talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> That was a perfect imitation of Jeff Goldblum being shocked about Spider-Man no longer being That's a part of the MCU. true. You did. Uh, you are an actor, and that was stupendous. Thank you. Um, what do I want to talk about this week? I wanted to talk about... So I... We... A while ago, in a previous episode, we mentioned that I was back in school. Mm-hmm. Recently, some things happened uh, that changed sort of the way that I interact with uh, friend groups at school. And, like, my, my friend group. A lot, a lot of things changed. We're all, like, going into different faculties. Mm. Um, and I was really worried. I was very scared that because of this, I wasn't going to have a group of people that I graduated with. Right. When I hear stories of people graduating from college, it's like, me and my group of friends, like, we all graduated together and it was great. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I don't really have that. I mean, like, I have, I have some really good friends that I've made at school. But, like, we're adults now, and it's really hard to make that group of friends, like, have the same sort of in-it-for-life kind of friendships that we had when we were were younger, which I think Mm -hmm. is fine. It's just different. And so I I started going to class in the first week, and I was like, man, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not in class with a lot of the friends that I used to have anymore. Like, we've all kind of been split up a little bit. And then I realized that it was great. (laughs) What ended up happening was I I ended up sitting with some different people, people that I wouldn't say I had talked to very often. Right. 
and I ended up having some really good conversations with them, but they weren't deep conversations. I'm not saying I had a good conversation with them as in, oh, we like really bore our souls to each other. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just like, a, how are you doing? How's your art going? What kind, like, what are you working on for this project? What do you think of my stuff for this project? Mm-hmm. Like still very collaborative. And for some odd reason, I was really scared that I wasn't going to get that collaboration without having like a solid group of friends. Right. And I've realized that there is a fantastic relief that comes with being acquaintances. Mm. And I can remember the word acquaintance to me when I was younger was not like it made me feel really uncomfortable. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, are we, are we friends or not? Like, are we do do you actually want to <laughs> hang out with me or are yeah, we yeah, just yeah, like. Yeah. Totally. If, if we're not going to have like like a, a bond of friendship, then like what are we even doing? And it's just it's it's just fantastic to not have to not to have the same kind of worries that come with a really in-depth friendship with absolutely yes. everyone that I meet. Because it was kind mm-hmm. of like that in high school where like everyone that I was friends with, I was trying to be really good friends with. Yes. Trying to have like social bonds with these people that included mm-hmm. like oh, I can talk to you about my anxiety. I can talk to you about my depression. I can talk to you about all my worries and stuff. And now I don't need that. I don't need a whole group of people no. to to rally around me like that. I need the, like, three or four Select people. Select few. Yeah. yeah. My, like, totally. curated friends mm-hmm. um, that I really appreciate having the support of and being in the presence of. And then having this, like, I don't know, this collection of acquaintances that maybe we don't talk about. Like, maybe we don't cry in front of each other, right? Maybe we yeah. don't, like, go to each other as a support system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I, like, I have these little groups of collaborators where all we really talk about is school. Yeah. And not in a, not in a, not in an anxious or angry way either. I totally relate to that. I feel like my perception, like, anytime anyone talked about university, they're like, that's where I met my best friend yeah, exactly. ever. We bonded so hard. We're inseparable. <laughs> like, I'm going to die next oh to my this God. person. The people that I graduated with are my bridesmaids. Oh, my God. Like, remember <laughs> that time in, like, nursing school where... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I, like, went into university university expecting to sort of form that kind of Absolutely. relationship with my classmates 100%. and I just didn't not I just did not yeah um I found people that I work very well with mm-hmm. and I was whenever we had group projects I was like we are going to be partners right. on this yes because I know your work ethic and I know that we have similar ideas and we work well together and you will meet the deadlines that are required absolutely but I did not make like friends those people are absolutely just acquaintances Mm -hmm. and I have no qualms with that whatsoever because yeah it's like I don't I don't need to meet a soul sister in university like I already had very (laughs) close friends like that's not what I'm there for you know no it is it is like more going there to collaborate and understand what it means to collaborate with other people and be a cooperative human being and I mean I'll be honest like as an adult I am feeling a little like I don't have a lot of my friends live out of the city, right? Like, yeah. a lot of the people that I met when I was younger that I'm now really good friends with, actually, I met them when they didn't live in the city either. Like, you live in yeah. Edmonton. Yeah. We met at camp. We met Henry at camp. We met Noah at camp. Like, yeah. none of us live in the same city. Sadly. Sadly. All of us are very far apart. I Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm spending way too much time in my apartment. And I'm an introvert. Like, I do enjoy my time away from people. Mm-hmm. and spending my time alone but I also still need social connections like I still need to feel like I am 
a part of a like if we talk about this historically and like genetically mm-hmm. you still want to feel like you're part of a pack you still want to feel totally. like you're part of a group of people mm-hmm. um, and you still want to feel that support and it's really hard to get that as an adult yeah. And I realized that, like, I was looking for the wrong thing going into university. I was looking for that, oh, my God, these people are going to be my bridesmaids once, one day. Yeah, or totally. Like, On the first day of class, we're making a blood pact to yeah. remain. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, the group of friends that I do really wish I had now, right now, is people that I can go out to dinner with. Like, mm. that's, what I, that's something that I really enjoy doing that I don't get to do simply because I don't have like a, a, a group of friends that are super interested in doing something like that. Yeah. Um, but it is super relieving to just stop thinking about the relationships that I make in university as like, the be all end all of relationships. Yeah, totally. Like I do not have to meet my significant other in university. I don't have to meet. In fact, I would really not like to not meet, meet my yeah. <laughs> significant other at my university. Mm, rather not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'll pass. And yeah, I've made, like some really good friends that I will probably stay in contact with but it's it's also really nice to just have these people that I do want to see where their art goes and I do want to see how they progress as a person but I'm not Mm -hmm. wholly invested in their lives yes and they're not wholly invested in mine we just want to like talk about the cartoons that we like and we just want to talk about what's influencing us in art these days and how we feel about the profs and the very definition of like building rapport and community absolutely don't there's like there's chosen family of those people that you will like Mm -hmm. absolutely bear your soul to at any given moment yeah um hi hello and then (laughs) (laughs) there's but there's also like you need those those friendships that you're not as invested in that you can just go and do something silly with yeah for sure like if you need someone to go see a show with or if you need somebody to just like like hey there's this cool there's this cool conference happening yeah there's this cool like person in town doing a talk yeah and you're like you care about that stuff let's go together together. we can chat about it yeah like that's so nice Mm -hmm. yeah i support it i love it i applaud it i think we i think society kind of needs to rethink wow i hate the word society these days i think that we all need to rethink how we um evaluate our relationships with people Mm. because right now like a romantic relationship is the top tier relationship like that's the quote-unquote most important relationship and that's not (sighs) how it works no that's that's not true you you need to have like it's it's like a pie mm. and you need to have ingredients in that pie and they're all just as important like totally. having friendships is putting sugar in the pie having friendships <laughs> like making sure that you have this is a really good analogy Marin. thank you this is a great <laughs> analogy you're doing so well thank you so much um <laughs> like and it's it's gonna be different for everybody like you can't expect people to put as much someone to put as much emphasis on their romantic relationship as totally. yours um, or their mm-hmm. friendships or their acquaintanceships like having one of those things without any of the others can feel really isolating like if you oh, only have absolutely. your romantic relationship you're like mm-hmm. I only have this one person or if you only have your family you're like I only have yeah. you know, I don't have any friends yeah but it's like and if you only have friends you don't have a romantic I mean that's not the case for everybody for everyone, but yeah. like because you can have I think the 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 sad thing is that like like intimate and uh, romantic have become intertwined mm-hmm. in the sense that like you can talk about very intimate personal things mm-hmm. with a very good friend and it doesn't necessarily have to have any romantic or like sexual yes. connotations it can just be like I am intimately close with this person because we share really personal details yes. and like 
you know that that can happen without without the romance yeah no it's uh i i really don't like having to think about my romantic relationships as the be all and all of my relationships because nope my friendships are just as important totally as important i think because the, the having a romantic relationship for me should just be having another really close friend Yes. Like that's what's important to me. It's I, I I need to be able to treat them the same way that I treat my very close friends. And you don't want to burden them with every single thing you want to talk about, exactly. right? Like you you need other outlets to like Oh. so that they don't feel pressured <laughs> into listening to every single yeah. emotional feeling yeah, that like, they have, right? <laughs> every single trial and tribulation you go through doesn't yeah. necessarily need to go through your significant other. No, absolutely um, not. And it shouldn't because nope. you're not your significant other's therapist. Therapist, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I have a list of people. So I have my support system. I think everyone needs to have a support system. Um, and I, though that list of people, I go to each one of them for a different thing, right? This just in: Marin has a list, and she's checking it twice. <laughs> she is gonna find out who's naughty or nice. They're all nice. <laughs> How wholesome. All of them are nice. But yes, totally, I agree. Like, I wouldn't necessarily go to my sister for one thing, or I wouldn't necessarily go to you for another thing, or I wouldn't. Yeah, Like, absolutely. there's just some things that other people are better equipped for, and there's mm-hmm. <laughs> some memes that other people will like more than others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to tag you in every single meme I find funny, because they're not all relevant to our exactly. friendship. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, totally. Um... So that's my, that's what I wanted to talk about this week is just the, the absolute relief of realizing that I don't have to put every ounce of effort into like every ounce of emotional effort into every relationship that I have. Yeah. I can just talk to my fellow students (laughs) as fellow students. You know, hey, I'm just fellow imagining Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, fellow students. What arts are you working on today? <laughs> That's exactly how it feels. I promise this is the last time I'm gonna have to interrupt one of these episodes. We've finally caught up to ourselves, but I do need to thank Louis Zong for letting us use his track "Garbage" as our intro and outro. You can find a link to his work in the episode description. I was just gonna say that's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that. I feel the same way, um, and I'm so happy Yay. for you. Thank you. Great. What a what a happy <laughs> happy wholesome way to end this this here podcast this here for today. Podcast. This here pippity podcast. <laughs> Zippity doo dop. Calling it a day. Right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Are we yes. done? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for listening to You Should Start a Podcast, the podcast where next week we will only talk about equine studies. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. Mm-hmm.